Virginia. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Taco Tuesday. And yes, indeed, I actually did have tacos for lunch today. And I might have them again tonight after the show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K Show. Jot down this number for a little bit later. 888-344-1170. If you want to weigh in on any of the topics of the day. So much to talk about from what's happening up in Congress and Capitol Hill, of which I've got a special guest holding on the line for you guys to, to hear all about that kind of craziness that's happening, as well as craziness in our sports and continued commie craziness here in California related to the coronavirus. Oh, so much crazy to talk about. And before we get to my first guest, I got to bring in the captain of crazy himself. It's DJ Potato Skins. Today, I'm proud to announce one of the most important deals in the history of U.S. industries. My administration has reached a historic agreement with a great American DJ Potato Skins. Good to be here. Good to be here. Lots to talk about. Yeah, I'm not hearing a whole lot of crazy energy coming out of you, though. So, <laughs> well, but we'll get it out of skins. He's usually so busy uh, producing the show that the sometimes, proof of the, you know, yeah. it's going to be in eating the pudding. You know, what's yeah. it going to look like? Mm, yeah, well, it's looking pretty ugly up in uh, Capitol Hill. I reached out today to my favorite congressman. Of course, that means that you know that it's Andy Biggs, and he's actually holding on the line. I don't usually go to a guest at the open of the show because I usually am just that self-centered and talk about whatever I want to talk about. Um, but it is Andy Biggs, and so he joins me now. Hello, congressman. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Andrea, and good grief. I'd love to listen to you talk. You're fantastic. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, okay, where do I begin? There is a vote uh, to remove Confederate statues coming up here. We've got some new commission that Nancy Pelosi is is uh, cooking up in order to continue to defame, in my opinion, uh, Matt Trump and MAGA supporters. Where do we begin? I guess let's start with this move, the vote tomorrow to remove Confederate statues, because you've got a video on your Twitter feed about that. What's going on there? Well, uh, just like they did last year, they wanted to take down uh, statues. This is part of of the cancel culture. And, and really, when you think about it, they, they want to take down statues um, and erase history. But you can't erase history. It won't change history. History will still be there. But if you forget about history, I mean, as the old saying goes, if you forget about history, you're doomed to repeat it. And that's really the crying shame of this. Instead of teaching history and helping us overcome whatever issue we think we may have, that they want to erase it. And that's what this is all about. And uh, I was talking to some of my colleagues today about what, what statues are next. Uh, is Robert Byrd going to, uh, you know, is his presence going to be removed? He was a KKK uh, member before he went to uh, Congress and, and basically was a leader of the Democrats for decades. Well, yeah, Hillary and, Clinton uh, referred to him as, wasn't he referred to as the soul of the Senate at one point? And he was her mentor yeah. and she spoke at his, at his funeral. Um, yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is one reason why I took umbrage when Nikki Haley, after Dylan Roof shot up a church and, and committed mass murder and she jumped on the bandwagon of, we got to take Dukes of Hazard off the air because it's got a Confederate flag on the hood because Dylan Roof did not do what he did because of some fabric. And what this this was about was the beginning, uh, 
starting here, it's death by a thousand cuts with the Democrats. And I said then where this is going to end up is at the Lincoln Memorial and the Washington Monument, because ultimately what this is about is it's wiping away the history of America to rewrite it as bad and ugly. And here we are. That's what critical race theory is about. That's what the Black Lives Matter Antifa movement's about. That's why this, this, um, quote, athlete turned her back, um, you know, towards the flag. That's what all of this is about. And we need to stand up against this because no America isn't perfect. But I, I'm not a history buff, Congressman Biggs, but to my knowledge, this is the only country where white people shed blood to end slavery. We're not the only country that, that, in fact, many others still have slavery going on, but we are the only country that shed white blood to end it, aren't we? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, and don't forget, um, you had sla- slavery has been a scourge on, on humankind since the, the very dawn of civilization. I mean, you had you had slavery in Africa, slavery in, in Europe and South America, I mean, it, it, in Asia. It was prevalent and it's it's a scourge. It's bad. It's why it's why we all say we we want a land that's free. And by the way, Andrea, it, 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 our country is exceptional. You know how we know it's exceptional? Leave out what you see happening by the elite left here and tell me why a quarter of a million people every month are trying to illegally enter our country. And then uh, about, about a million and a half to two million will enter legally this year wanting to live mm-hmm. in this free country that's that it, it gives a lie to what they are uh what they're propounding and it's a it's a shame that that we have to deal with it but uh uh, that's the cards we were dealt with. Well, yeah. In fact, um, it's also the reason why a friend of mine posted today. He said he's old enough to remember when Olympic athletes were trying to defect, you know, when they went at the Olympics <laughs> yes. to leave, you know, Russia, right? And, and come to the U.S. Yep. And then he quipped, how about, how about these anti-American U.S. athletes defect to China? Why didn't, why didn't that happen, right? Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I mean, and and they, this this one, uh, I, I don't even want to say her name. Thank you. This one athlete who created this havoc with a, a petulant, childish, mm-hmm. immature statement has overshadowed the entire games. The, the the all of the people that were participating, including the two that won the event. This uh, this uh, the athlete who's being a uh, a child about this. Uh, finished third, first and second place. First and second place, Deanna Price and Brooke Anderson. People aren't even talking about their accomplishment, and that's who we should be celebrating. Those two, and we should and we should just tell it like it is. You don't. Need, we're either not going to have her uh, on our team, um, or she needs to maybe uh, go to some other country to ply her trade there. Yeah. If America is so oppressive. Well, yeah, she she shouldn't be allowed to play, in my opinion, because the entire point is yeah. is that you're going representing your country, and if you don't want to represent your country, there's no country called uh, uh, you know athlete activist okay that's not an organization that's taking athletes to the olympics if that's who you want to represent then you know get get organized and compete and and try to go and oh by the way you're so right to we're talking about the bronze medalist of hammer throw i can't even say without laughing she's a hammer thrower i mean since when did that become you know some type of you know olympic event and she's not even the top hammer thrower okay i say you know what i'm the queen of making a crawfish pie get back to me when there's that that uh you know competition at the olympics and i guarantee you i would be a better pie baker of crawfish pie than she is at throwing hammers um but and then we've got another sports story the nfl has come out today and said that with a with 
the video today that football is gay, football is trans, football is this, football is that. And I thought there's no aspect of our society where they are not trying to take us from it used to be about of tolerance. Then it became about forced participation by trying to force bakeries to participate in weddings. Now it's about forced participation in terms of trying to make us all be gender fluid or all have to basically assume the role that they want us to assume. That's how I see that video. And I think that that's where we should be taking this conversation that I don't care what some athlete does in his private life. And I have the right to not embrace that. I have the right to not to not have to identify as gay, as trans or anything else that the left wants me to identify. What say you on that? Yeah, I, I think you're 100% right on this. If they think about this. Um, what they're trying to do is they want compliance. So you're, you're right. You talked about the levels of tolerance. First it was everybody should be tolerant. Then it was everybody should be tolerant unless you're intolerant. Um, then we're going to be intolerant of you. Mm-hmm. And now it's compliance. And it's, it's permeating every aspect of our lives so that uh, they can control your thought and indoctrinate you. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. It's indoctrination. Thank goodness we do have a capitalist system, the free market system, where people can say, uh, we're not going to watch, we're not going to participate, and, and they're going to keep going down this road. So where it's going to be a few woke individuals and then some woke big corporations that are going to try to keep this thing afloat because they are putting off um, – People who want to just watch a football game without getting preached to. People want to watch a baseball game or see a tennis match or golf or, for Pete's sakes, a hammer throw event. We you, People want to escape the hubbub of their lives. We're busy, and, and you look for this entertainment, and these people have adulterated and, and, and actually, quite frankly, they've polluted um, our, our entertainment. I mean, we, it's gone on for years in, in Hollywood and, and even in music, but, but now you're going to see it in in this in this uh, arena, uh, and it's not going to work for them. It's not going to work. People are going to say no. Thank thank you. No, we well, don't have time or money or interest. Well, except the concern that I have is that it's being forced on us in society through the through through, through yep. um, cancel culture. There's a video that went viral today that I think Matt Walsh tweeted out, which is a woman who went to a front desk of a spa who said that there is a man in front of children displaying yep. his manhood under the guise of transgenderism, and the guy behind the counter is like, "Well, that's the law." Well, we're first of all we're, uh, that used to be against the law. You used to be charged with a crime if you were a flasher, right? Now all some dude yeah. has to do is go into a go into a locker room with children and women, call himself trans, and expose himself in front of people. And we don't have any protections. And then now there's also you're being we've got people being fired if they don't want to use some pronoun that's being forced on them. Being told there's forced participation in that standpoint. Uh, businesses are now being forced to hire certain percentages. So we're seeing now the force on the American people. And, and unfortunately, you know, I'm disappointed that we haven't had legislation protecting the rest of us. SCOTUS refused to even hear the case yesterday of transgenderism in our schools. Yeah, I mean, that is that is a real problem. So, first of all, you're right. Uh, if somebody if somebody did that uh, even as recent as 10 years ago. They would be charged with a sex offense and have to register as a sex offender the rest of their lives. Uh, but that's not that's not the way we are now. And the way the reason we're not is because of the indoctrination of a generation of people that that this is OK. And it's, it's being manifested. I think COVID 
manifested a lot of this stuff, uh, whether it's CRT or or the the trans movement that that is is on gas now, really going forward. But but the reality is, this has been a move that has been um, contemplated and worked at by by these 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 people who believe this and and want this for for probably uh, a generation at least. And and so we're facing the indoctrination, Andrea. In my opinion. Of all things leftist, which is which is largely uh, in our K K twelve and our uh, post secondary education. That's why that's why educational choice is so important. That's why parents need to be involved with their kids. The reason that we found out uh, or we heard about CRT. I mean, I think people like you and I knew have known about this for many years. But the reason you found out that it was actually in the schools and they're using it to indoctrinate is because parents actually got involved with the kids on Zoom or something else um, where they're watching the computer and watching what their kids are learning very closely. And they're like, this isn't us. This isn't America. This isn't what we believe. This isn't what we want our kid taught. This is indoctrination. And so uh, we, we've been facing this, uh, the, the day of reckoning for some time, and, and we're here now, and it's time to fight it. And I will tell you that there is there's legislation in Congress to fight this, but uh, we got to have a majority to, yeah. to get over that hump. Speaking of which, uh, I've only got a couple of minutes with you left. Arizona is going to replace the machines um, that were viewed in the audit. You know, um, I, we've yet to this audit's been going on for a while. I've yet to a lot of people are really excited about what's what we might learn coming out of the audit. In my opinion, I think we should abandon these machines altogether and we should go back to paper ballots. I don't trust these machines at all. But in general, is there anything that you're hearing that we need to know about this audit? Well, just the timeline. I'm hearing that uh, probably tomorrow or the next day they'll they'll finish up with all of the the audit work. Number one, number two, the county never turned over the routers, which the auditors felt like they really needed to get hold of, so they could see um, when and where uh, there was uh, internet traffic with regard to the machines. Number three, I agree with you. Um, you know, although I would say that. There, there can be fraud with paper ballots. True. If if you have if you have smaller precincts, and and people are having actually having to go in there, guess what? The the, the poll workers come to know who you are. You know who they are, and over a period of time, I think that would help winnow out some of this fraud as well. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done to restore uh, integrity to the elections. I think I, I'm really pleased that Arizona did this mm-hmm. and I'm stunned by the Democrats, Al Gore and company, the department of justice that have tried to stop it. And even the Republicans, some many in Arizona have tried to stop the, uh, uh, the establishment Republicans have tried to stop this uh, this audit. Well, not about, not only that that, but how about Bill Barr in December and beyond, oh. continuing to say yeah. that that he he not only refuted any any fraud that was out there, as though he had seen everything. He'd never interviewed one witness, never saw any piece of evidence. He actually went so far as to say that he actually reviewed everything related to Dominion machines, and there was not one piece of evidence, and that he actually was able to verify this was in the Atlantic that he was able to verify the results off Dominion. When you're telling me now, as we all know, we don't have the routers. We don't even, Arizona can't even verify what was on the machine. So Bill Barr is a documented liar when it comes to that. Last question, I got to hold you over 30 seconds. There's an article coming out today that the House Republicans are refusing to say whether or not they're going to sit on this January 6th commission with Pelosi. Your thoughts on this commission? Um, I think we should not participate. It's it's a rigged um, 
process. It will be biased. There's only one objective, and um, they're going to push this out and try to release very damning mm-hmm. uh, re- remarks right before the election. And this is being done, to Andrew, because they have no good policies, and the That's American right. people are seeing that and are rejecting the far left uh, uh, progressivism of the uh, Democrats. Absolutely. Congressman Biggs, thank you for coming on. I put you through like a lightning round and you scored every, you threw that hammer down, baby. You were like number one on the hammer toss, not that bronze medalist. So thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Thanks, Andrea. Take care. Okay. Hey, y'all stay tuned. We got more Andrea K show coming up and I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Um, Boy, we covered a lot with Congressman Biggs. Um, He's absolutely right about this January 6th commission. This is not about any real investigation. They've got one outcome that they want to have in mind, and it's about continuing to persecute and prosecute anybody who believes in America, America first, MAGA, Trump. Any Republican that's on board with this, uh, cancel them. Well, yeah. Well, and and the thing that's uh, that's um, when asked about uh, this January 6th commission, um, I was disappointed. Steve Scalise was asked if he's going to sit on the panel. I can't answer that question. We'll see how the vote goes. Really? Yeah. um, uh, Kevin McCarthy declined to answer whether or not he would sit on the panel um, that Pelosi has never talked to me about it. They should all be saying what Andy Biggs just said. I'm not going to sit on the panel. This is not a this is not about part of it. I don't want any part of this. This has a predetermined outcome no but this is this is why we're in the mess that we're in there was a gateway pundit published an article today with a picture of a 69 year old woman who was arrested and the department of justice included in her docket papers a picture of her going into the capitol while the capitol policeman was holding the door open for her that how is that a crime when you are a taxpayer you pay for the, that that capitol hill building and a capitol policeman opens the door and invites you in if she was breaking the law and walking in she was entrapped in doing so that's what this investigation and this commission is about if it was about the truth we would already know the identity would already be public, the identity of Ashley Babbitt's murderer, and he would be chauvined right about now, which means he would already be indicted on however many different ways in which they could invite him under the uh, indict him under the charge of murder. But that hasn't happened. We would know right now the identities of all the unindicted co-conspirators that are, are according uh, reportedly FBI agents that actually were a part of the planning of this from the jump. And we don't know their identities. They actually, we do know that these unindicted co-conspirators, over 20 of them, were in occupying hotel rooms with others that were indicted. Well, if those were people that were indicted were insurrectionist and charged with felonies, you tell me why any unindicted co-conspirators were unindicted. It's because they were FBI. This is about... This is this is basically the same thing as the Hillary Clinton investigation of the Espionage Act and Crossfire Hurricane and the coup attempts. And just what we talked about with Bill Barr last night. This is about covering up the crimes 
of people in Congress and Capitol Hill and the FBI and the DOJ in order to persecute and prosecute Trump and anybody in Trump's circle. That's what this is about. The only answer I want to hear from every Republican is, no, I want no part of this. Right. That's it. Right. Absolutely. Or coming or going to the microphone on mass and saying everything that I just said. But they're not doing it. They're which, feckless. Which says a lot. Right. Now we've got report. Oh, I started my day aggravated. I had a donkey day today personally. And then and then it went on politically because I look up and I see John Cox running for California governor. And and in the interview with Newsmax, he's talking about the most pressing needs of the governor who replaces Gavin Newsom about fire prevention, water and absolutely nothing. Housing, absolutely not one thing that he mentioned. He was asked about things related to the actual recall, but at no point did he actually mention any issue related to the reasons behind the recall. That's insane. It's stupid. It's moronic. And it's a part of an entire Republican Party strategy involving current Republican Party uh, strategists and post-Republican Party strategists. I know, Andrea, that we have to rebuild the Republican Party. It's the option in front of us. But that's why you and I and so many others were saying we want a third party because of exactly what you just mentioned. Right. But as for now, what we can at least do is say to any of these Republicans, any of them running for governor and anybody that's involved in these campaigns in any way. Knock it off. Gavin Newsom is being recalled because of his communist. He's a tyrant. His communistic coronavirus crackdowns in which he lied, extended himself an emergency order that he still has underway. We got to talk about no plans on giving it up, has no plans on giving it up bragged about how this gave him the opportunity. These coronavirus crackdowns gave him the opportunity to implement agenda items that he didn't have any opportunity before. He has personally just he has killed Californians with these crackdowns with we actually had um, the uh, medical examiner in San Francisco, a medical exam, state medical examiner who said more people have died from drug overdoses and suicide than they did from coronavirus in this state. From these lockdowns, he has killed Californians. Thirty percent of our restaurants are gone for good in this state. We have, and that doesn't even account for all the other jobs that that people have lost. We had food lines going on for miles. We still have people maxed out on their credit cards, trying to figure out how they're going to keep their businesses going. And you're talking about fire and water? What the heck is wrong with you? It makes me crazy angry that there is an intentional strategy going on the part of the Republican Party, those currently in the Republican Party at the county level and at the state level, past and present that are obviously cooked up with this with this strategy to do what the Republican Party always does. Let's let's talk about things like water. Let's talk about things like taxes and regulations. I said at the the gubernatorial forum, we're going to stipulate that all Republicans want to lower taxes. Stop talking about that. We know that. We know that. Why don't we talk about the things that are actually in the process of plaguing this this state economically and therefore the country in the form of cultural Marxist? The only person that's going to get my vote in this recall, Andrea, is somebody that the only thing that they talk about is the overextension of what Newsom has done and how they're going to end it. And how and what it means overall that this is about a cultural Marxist movement 
And it's all connected. The coronavirus crackdowns in which he illegally, unconstitutionally seized control of industries. How you could go and sit into a strip club and have a meal, but you couldn't go into a restaurant. How you could go into a strip club, but you couldn't go into a church. How you could congregate in a Walmart, but not a church. How you could go stand around in the book aisle in a Walmart, but you couldn't go into a small mom and pop bookstore. This was all about communism taking place in the state. And if you can't say it and talk about how you would do it differently and how you were going to release and you are not only going to not enforce these mandates that are still under effect, but you, you don't actually, a chance. You're, well, not only that, but you, I actually want you to declare that you are going to sign an executive order like Ron DeSantis did saying that it is illegal. It is illegal to force vaccinations on people. It is illegal to enforce it on your employees. It is illegal to, to demand a mask mandate. We now have, thanks to the Delta virus, the Delta variant in LA, they're pondering the return of the mask mandate. That should have no no mandate of any kind, including lockdown, should have ever been supported by President Trump. We now know, thanks to the emails from Fauci, that the masks don't work, even if you didn't figure it out for yourself, by the way. But Andrea, the state's open for business. Right. We still have kids being told they're going to have to wear masks and six foot distance throughout the rest of the year. We are not reopened. That's a lie. And you don't deserve to get a vote as a Republican I don't I don't agree that w- that any Republican is better than Gavin Newsom at this point. Rick Grinnell's not even throwing his hat in because, quite frankly, by the time he got in nine months, isn't we're going to really be I mean, doing I much. get it, but it, it, it's disappointing. It, well, in fact, it sets us back. It sets us back every time we have a Republican go in and want to want to, you know, uh, mess around, shoving papers around here and putting on a show uh, when they're really not doing anything any different than a Democrat. Well, like I said, that's why I get why he's not throwing his name in now. But we need him now. Well, well, he could be. He's doing this thing where he's doing all the studies about how to fix California and all that. He needs to be on the microphone saying everything that I just said about this cultural Marxist movement, how there needs to be a ban on critical race theory in the schools. There needs to be a ban on transgender recruitment in schools and the se- and the uh, perversion and the sexual abuse of children with a sex ed curriculum. He needs to come out and talk about ending these mass mandates. Now they're talking about uh, bringing it back. He need people. The entire Republican Party needs to come out and say, "No, enough is enough with this insanity." Now we've got Mitch McConnell coming out today saying the the vaccinations are a medical miracle. John Cox, one of the things he said, if we want to really reopen California, I urge all Californians to get vaccinated. At the same time, the FDA has, has slapped a warning on these quote vaccinations that aren't vaccinations because they're still saying you got to wear a mask if you got it, which means they're not a vaccination; they're a shot, and now they're labeled. That that these shots come with a blood clot, hardened myocarditis, and pericarditis. Then why take it? You want to? Here's what. Here's here's the message that should be about public health. Make good choices, America. Chew your food before you swallow. Right. Wash your hands. Throw out food that's in your fridge that, you know, don't drink milk that was expired three weeks ago, right? Balanced diet. You know, eat a balanced diet. They don't talk about anything related to your immune system. Look both ways before you cross the street. Buckle up for safety. Now go about your lives. 
I'm sorry if I'm if I'm ranting and yelling too no, much. No, I mean but you I'm have every right. Well, we already have been down this road of. I mean, we are we are where we're at in this country where we don't have an aspect of our society where we are not now being completely destroyed with cultural Marxism because the Republican Party has done what they're doing right now with this gubernatorial race here, which is completely ignoring all the tough issues that have to do with LBGTQ, critical race theory, racial d- r- divisions. Not, it, you know what's unfortunate? What? The fact that, unfortunately, somebody that has, I liked everything the guy said, that somebody like Major Williams does not have more name rec- recognition because we need somebody, we need a true conservative like that that's going to just call it like it is. Right. And it's because um, we've got, we had, uh, Trump made the mistake of supporting John Cox when he did instead of Travis Allen. So he gave well, Travis John- Allen was by far the clear cut choice. Yeah. Absolutely. But Trump endorsed him because Trump, uh, 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 you know, sold his soul to the I'm just going to say it to the establishment back in 2016. And, you know, he, you know, thought that if he gave support there, that the establishment would support him, which was a mistake. So that's one reason why Cox has the name recognition that he has. Faulkner was mayor and no mayor who stood on on a, on a beach in, in 2020 with a bullhorn telling people they weren't allowed to sit will ever get my vote. Period. Done. End of discussion. More important question, do you think that Newsom is going to get recalled? Um, I guess my point is, I don't know that it matters. And if we have this, if we've got John Cox going, we've got we've got a transgender and we've got John Cox. And quite frankly, Caitlyn Jenner's answers to me at the gubernatorial forum were more conservative than John Cox. I was just going to say that. But I still cannot support a transgender on the ticket. I don't usually say who I'm going to support because I, I like the idea, and particularly in primaries, because I like the idea of more candidates, the better. I like choice. I like options. I want and that for, and you're going to see a lot a more variety people of reasons. Their name in the ring. But no, I do not support a transgender on the ticket. I don't. I don't. What, because, again, for a variety of reasons, but that supports the cultural Marxist movement. You can live your life however you want. But what's, as, as I talked about with uh, with Andy Biggs, it's gone from it was supposed to be about tolerance. Now it's about forced participation. So, no, I'm not going. I, so now I have to say absolutely no way am I going to align myself with a movement that involves forced participation and the d- removal of my civil rights. And this is what I said to a friend of mine who's LBGT community years ago. Your your movement isn't about civil rights when it takes mine away from me. Right. So, no, I'm not going to support Caitlyn Jenner and we and we we had George W. Bush who um, campaigned like a conservative and governed like a liberal and that did more damage to us he ended up giving us Obama the left hated him when the reality is is his policies as a president there was very little daylight between him and Obama very little daylight we do not win. It's not a win for us simply to have an R after the name. And how can you know it's not a win? Because you look at the state of the state right now. You look at the state of this country. Every state where we had the contested elections were run by Republican-controlled state legislatures who have control of the elections, and they allowed it to be stolen. You know, I keep looking, and it's, there's nothing yet, but I keep wondering, do you think Travis Allen would give it another go? No. No, we're I'm well past the point of a break. We got to take a break. We come back. We got more to talk about. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Andrea K, the Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. And now for our dose of insanity portion of the show, you had something you wanted to play, Skins? So COVID-19 cases, they're rising among unvaccinated Americans. We know a lot of those folks are white Republican males. What would you say to those people who are not taking the shot? Take it. <laughs> I'm a big fan of vaccines. As a few of you know, I was a polio victim when I was a kid. It took 70 years, 70 years to develop a polio vaccine, two of them that worked. Our country, as a result of the CARES Act and the $50 billion we put into Operation Warp Speed, developed not one, not two, but three highly effective vaccines in less than a year. It was a modern medical miracle. That doesn't work if people don't get vaccinated. So for whatever. I can't listen. No, Andrea, take it. Cut the turtle. Take it. (laughs) Cut the turtle off, man. I can't listen to that anymore. Listen, um, this was shocking to me. Um, If, you know, if if you believe that these vaccines, first of all, they're not vaccines. You cannot compare this to polio because nobody got the vaccination for polio and got polio afterwards. So these are not vaccines. Right. Um, Number two, I checked. You get a vaccine supposed to prevent you from getting said disease. Right. Um, Number two, if you think this is a medical miracle, then you should have given credit to Trump for it. Um, But oh, by the way, I don't consider a medical miracle that results in thousands of Americans dying like um, a, a woman who posted yesterday this was insane this woman tweets out yesterday that her 14 year old nephew died the day after getting a vaccine but she would st- but she still plans on her 13 year old daughter getting kids don't get it and they don't give it one of the things that kills me is I, I heard Peter Navarro today on an interview and all this about the lab leak the lab leak I said recently on Newsmax that I, you know um it, it it does matter that it came from the lab because the American people need to know that the United States was funding gain of function research to enhance viruses to make them more deadly. And they lied to you about it. And it wasn't just the NIH. It involved the Department of Defense and others. That's important information to have. But what's bothering me about this this lab leak, the way that, that conservatives are talking about it is this. Peter Navarro and even Trump said, oh, China owes us trillions of dollars um, uh, because 600,000 people have died. And here's my problem with that statement. When we were funding it, we're as much of a problem as China was. So I really need Trump and Navarro and all the rest to get off of that track. Because the United States needs to stop taking my money and yours to send it over to the Communist Party so they can cook up deadly viruses that they can use against us, whether intentionally or not. Instead, they should be using that energy like some have and demand that Fauci be terminated. Yeah. And let me tell you why. uh, That leads me to my next point as to my real problem with them hammering and yammering about this leak all day long is that it's a nice deflection and distraction away from the 80 percent of. First of all, if you believe 600,000 people died from covid 
you weren't paying attention because a huge, a certain percentage of them were not COVID deaths, right? No, so weren't. that number was inflated. But let's say you believe 600,000 actually died from COVID. 80% of them could have been prevented with treatments that we had that were, that were known. They weren't allowed. That were not allowed to. So Fauci and the CDC and the NIH killed Americans by denying treatments. And every time they talk about the lab leak, they um, deflect and distract away from that truth. And that is what people should be talking about all day every day that the second they hit hydroxy they lied and denied that hydroxy they they not only lied they actually published a, an article in lancet in which they used a false study this was this was an intentional refusal to treat americans letting them die actually and not only letting them die by denying them treatments they what they actually did was they told people go home if you if you test positive wait at home until you're so sick that you've got to be rushed to the emergency room right even it, and then even if you manage to survive now you're looking at $80,000 on a hospital bill Right. Or you were fighting for your life, getting your lungs blown out with ventilators unnecessarily because uh, because even those that got sick should have never been put on a ventilator if they had therapeutics. By the time they were put on ventilators, most people died a miserable death. Right. All uh, 80 percent, according to Yahoo News and others, 80 percent of those deaths could have been prevented. And even those who lived that ended up in a hospital now had a huge hospital bills that all could have been prevented. And not to mention the fact that while all that was going on, you couldn't visit your dying granny in a nursing home. You couldn't have a wedding. While they were having six funerals for George Floyd and a gold-covered casket, you couldn't have a church service, a wedding, or a funeral for any of your loved ones. This all, the, all, every bit of this government response has been a hoax. That 600,000 number was inflated. In two different means, by calling non-COVID deaths COVID deaths and killing Americans by denying them treatments. So I don't want to hear any more about the lab leak because that's not the important story for me. And all of that was done so that they could push these shots on people. So I don't want to hear from anybody about it being a medical miracle. It's not a medical miracle for me when it doesn't work and when you got to slap a warning label on it because it's killing Americans, including children. Anything you want to add to that? No, it actually comes back to what we were talking about before with uh, the, the recall. The only things I want to hear out of the, the, the mouths of whoever is running is that you're not going to require vaccines for anybody and that you're going to open up the economy 100%. That's it. Right. Yeah. And if you don't and if you don't and if you're not willing to talk about it, here's another story. Uh, that California has banned state travel to now it started with 14, four states and now it's up to like 15 or 17 states. Oh, convenient on which states those are, Andrew. Yeah, they're all states that supposedly have some type of LBGTQ legislation that they don't like. So for if you're running for governor in this state and you're not willing to talk about this, get off the stage. If you're part of the consultancy class and you're not willing to talk about this, you have no credibility for me. I'm not interested in anything you have to say, because this is what is killing California and our nation. It is the cultural Marxist movement, and it is economic at its core, because it's destroying the fabric of our nation with the uh, with the end game of a centralized system of power, a communist country that is an economic system. So the Republican Party needs to get its act together here in the state of California if they actually do care about saving the state and address the economic issues going on under the guise of, under the ruse of, the cultural Marxist movement. I'm going to take a break. We come back. We got more. 
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. One of the reasons why I'm so fired up tonight about the the fact that it, there's an obvious coordinated plan for uh, the Republican Party in the state here of California to ignore the cultural Marxist movement is because um, the the way th- this is not this is this is now going past indoctrination of children in schools into every area of our lives and now there's actually even going to be um in do- re- re-education camps are going to be forced on the american people wapo did a, a, a podcast that's called the new normal and this came out last friday and in this edition they discussed how white people could combat white supremacy and one of the suggestions and one of the things that struck me about this is that the 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 people on this podcast were all trauma specialists and if you know what a trauma specialist a trauma therapist does is these are people with very high level skills of delving into the inner workings of your brain where you don't even know thoughts that you have and to and it's and they they're trained in order to do this to route out trauma from your childhood and your past that's affecting you in in ways in your subconscious so it's incredibly you need to think about that for a moment that they are now calling in as experts they're now there there is now a a a, a coordination involving trauma specialist in order to address what they call white supremacy. What they said is an anti-racial culture does not exist among white people. White people need to start getting together specifically around race. These groups must meet and discuss for at least five years before you end up with a community that is lined with each other. One trauma therapist said, Members experienced uh, um, that it was imperative that members of these groups experienced a period of deep shame for being white and for acknowledging the harm that our ancestors has has caused. Um, That part of the structure of racism is to keep us from recognizing that racism is part of our daily lives. So it's a long term process of looking at your understanding of yourself in the world. Do you see where this is going this is going to be this is going to be part of our I guarantee you that, that that this is going to be part of our Obamacare plan, part of our future. This is now we're going I I said when Seattle called in hauled in their employees in their city and said we got we got to deal with you to under your whiteness. I said don't dismiss this as some offhand because off uh, you know one off because it involves crazy Seattle. This is coming to all of us. This is going to be the plan to deal with every white person out there. You're going to have to be you tell me you could call me crazy, but I'm telling you, have I been right about everything I've predicted? I'd like to see you be wrong for once. This is this is what's coming down the road. You're going to have to be treated in groups by a trauma therapist who's going to dig around in your brain. And let me disclose for you, I've been treated by a trauma therapist to deal with trauma in my past. I know the techniques that they have to dig around in your brain. And if they get five years to dig around in your brain, they will convert you into anything that they want you to be. They're that skilled. It is a, it is an, it is a, a skill 
that is an incredible force for good. It's it what was developed to help returning veterans deal with PTSD after the Vietnam War. And it's quite the skill that can be used for evil. And let me tell you, this is what's coming. Anyway, I just I had to share that. Uh, let's end on a good note. Yeah, right? please. OK, the Southern District of New York admitted Cy Vance that they're not going to indict Trump after all. So once again, all you lefties out there, y'all been waiting every day. You were just sure that the FBI and the DOJ and every U.S. attorney's office around the country was going to dig and dig and dig and dig until Trump got in uh, uh, indicted and ended up behind bars. Maybe that's strike three. That's three times they've missed with Trump. Oh, exactly. Here's the thing. Nobody had to dig deep to find crimes on Hillary Clinton. Either with Benghazi, her emails, the Clinton Foundation. Imagine if we had even one-tenth of the efforts to find crimes that the Trump family and Trump himself had committed and actually just simply applied the law, right, to the left. I heard a quote today. I think it was Alan Dershowitz who said, um, uh, all this, I can't, oh, I'm going to have to dig it up. He said something like, uh, he was quoting some evil dictator and he said, all the best for my friends and for my enemies, the law. Right? All right. Anyway, who I, I need, I feel like I need a cigarette and a shot of Jack Daniels. <laughs> Tonight show. I don't smoke and I don't drink Jack, but I love you all. And I'll be back tomorrow night, 16 Pacific time. Peace out.